Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Charlotte FC aficionado brought the boys a couple of ball caps, as they would say. We are all decked out right now in Charlotte FC Mitchell and Ness hats. Fitty's got the dad hat going. Greatly appreciated by Willie P. Looking fresh to death today in the Charlotte fresh FC deal. Now we got maybe a little bit more social content. We can take the pick with all of us in the uh, Charlotte FC repping the crown. And then uh, your boy was. Definitely on his uh his his dad uh, moment during the break, emailing a teacher during the commercial break. Oh you know? no! Is it, is it a bad email? No, just it's not a, a bad email. Okay. It's it's a it's a conservation email. Just something where the grade is it's okay. But you know, I told him you know we hold academics to a high standard okay. in the house, and uh, they come first. So we're just trying to get this thing going. And I always like to you know make my presence felt with the teachers to let them know, hey man, if this thing isn't going the way it needs to go down. Let me know or let mama know, and uh, we're going to take care of this thing. Because, academ- I mean, my son is spoiled. Academics is his only real job it, on top of chores at the house. And so, yeah, man, he, you know, academics, it's a non-negotiation. So, it, it Fiddy was laughing back there. I want to know specifically what you're laughing about. Because you do, you love story. parenting Wes. You love right, how right. he goes about parenting. And I, I liked the phrase, too. What was the phrase you said? That the, the teacher needs to know what we're about? Is that what you yeah, said? You know, you said something I, like that? I like to make my presence felt there with you the teacher so that they know, you know, we're not playing. I, I asked Fiddy because is that the phrase that got you laughing as well? <laughs> oh, most definitely. That's, that's the one that got me laughing. I do want to know, though, uh-huh. because we, we were actually talking about chores the other day in the fishbowl with KB. Uh-huh. What are what are Bryce's, what are his chores at your house? Uh, He's got, well, basically we got, because, you know, he's getting to the teenage years, and then myself and my mom, so he doesn't always like to hear from each of us what he needs to do at a given hour, time of day, so it was like, okay, well, if you don't want to hear it, we're going to get you a chore board that we're going to put on the refrigerator with everything on there, and you can go check it during the day and make sure that. you got what you need to get done, done. So it's, you know, the regular stuff, uh, taking out the trash, making sure his room's clean at the end of the night, cleaning up the kitchen after dinner, uh, different stuff like that, loading, unloading the dishwasher, you know, different things. Uh, you know, on the weekends, he might help my mom mop, uh, clean bathrooms, do all that stuff, man. So we make sure. You is know, it usually okay? Like, is there usually any fight? Oh, him. no, ain't going to be no fight. I didn't know. <laughs> well, ain't going to be no fight. All them clothes and shoes Just and all them know. events he get to go to, so, ain't going to be no fight. I, I will tell you, you know the memes or the videos that go out there on Twitter, social mm-hmm. media, where there's the clips of people acting like the parent and the kid, and then yeah. the parent goes into the room and says, did you clean your room? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all clean. But did you clean the dishes? Yeah. You take the trash out? <laughs> yes, Dad. I, I've already done that. And then they go through about 50 chores where all of them are completed. Yeah. But you have to find something that hasn't been done <laughs> just to put your child up to do something. Exactly how my mom was. Yeah, he 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 told me out of the night, though, because when I come in his room at the end of the night, 
you know, I'll be looking around and he always gets worried when he sees it. He said, oh, he said, there's your signature look. Yeah. He said, I know when you start looking around, you're going to find something for me to clean Why up. Why do I still know what that feels like? <laughs> I know. As I, I can, it's the walk. It's the walk because yeah. the parents are walking with a purpose. I slightly squint my eyes mm-hmm. and I'm kind of looking around the room like, okay, is yep. everything where it needs to you're be? You're focusing. Now, yeah. to be fair to my mom, who was one of those parents that was damn sure going to make make sure that I was going to do something, like even if I had everything else cleaned up, most of the time you didn't have to go down pretty far on the list to find something I didn't complete. And so that was fair. Okay. I didn't complete everything, but there were times where, you know what? Walker's going to do something today. Yeah. And the the number one chore I hated, by the way, because in Catawba County, we did have enough land where we had a horse. Shout out Sunshine was her name. I had to muck the stall. Mm-hmm. And it's the worst phrase I ever heard in my life every single weekend. Walker, go out there and muck the stall. I'm be cursing under my own. What'd you say? What'd but you it say? built huh? character up. Nothing. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I'm going out to clean. I'll see you later, Mom. No, this, this stall needs to be clean. No, no big deal. But Brian, uh, 704 number says, uh, I guess that's why you're a weight grad, Wes, and not a UNC grad. So, you know, that didn't come from me. That came from Brian. You just needed to read it. Now, let's talk a little bit more college athletics. It's time to go to the campus. Coda. All right, we talked about it earlier. Wake Forest rolls at home over Pitt, 91 to 58. The Demon Deacons rolled the Pitt Panthers. They came in there, winners of seven of eight prior to that game. But with the win, Wake Forest took the lead back in the series eight to seven. They remain undefeated against Pitt inside of LJBM. They shot 60.8% from the field, 50% from three, and 95% from the free throw line. They're now 45 and five at home since the start of the 2021-22 season. And they have been getting it done, to say the least. They held Pitt to its lowest field goal percentage this season. Boopy Miller scored a team high, 18 points on 7 of 12 shooting. So I guess we can go back through and rehash this thing. How impressed were we with the victory? I was. I thought this was going to be uh, a hard-fought win. I thought Pitt, you know, fighting for their tournament lives as well. And Wake, you know, you still get a little bit of uneasy. Even when they were up 20, my mom was still sitting there like, I'm still not trusting they're going to get this win. And so, <laughs> so I was just like, look, <laughs> I felt like once they got up about 25 and I could see the momentum, they were hitting threes at the clip that they were. I was like, uh, they got this thing. But the question is, too, you know, how much do we trust them outside of LJVM, Lawrence Joe. I don't, I don't trust him, but here's where I am with Wake Forest, and I'm interested to see if you guys agree. Wake Forest has everything I'm looking for once we get to the NCAA tournament as that classic Cinderella squad. Lots of talent, can score in bunches. If they get hot, good luck keeping up with them. Ranked high in the advanced metrics, but for some reason, net, college basketball, hmm tournament committee doesn't like them nearly as much and that is the exact type of team Wes that most people are looking for ACC you know tested tried and true type of basketball conference where they're just not looked upon very favorably but they got a lot of talent Steve Forbes a smart coach in my opinion what's not to like when trying to find who your Cinderella team is going to be. Defensively is the thing that you would point to, but especially if we're trying to talk about good guard play, just the ability to score and go on big old runs. Yeah, they they remind me a little bit of some of these Iowa squads that never actually turn out to go on those deep runs under Coach McCaffrey. So, like, maybe, maybe I'm talking myself out of it, but, man, they're just so talented. Like, they're fun when they're hot. 
Wake's got a very favorable schedule down the stretch. They've got Duke at home on Saturday. That's going to be a big one. But then they have Notre Dame, Virginia Tech uh, on the road. Those should be winnable games at least. Then they close with Georgia Tech and Clemson at home. Fitty, what did you think? Of the Demon Deeks, and how much do you trust them outside of home base? Very impressive last night. And, Wes, can, can I sell you on this? What's up? Could maybe close losses at Duke and at Virginia actually give this team confidence? Because we, we, we've seen teams around the country go on the road in hostile environments and get their doors blown off. You were there with a chance to win in Cameron and you were there with a chance to win at John Paul Jones Arena, and maybe it gave them more confidence to say, we take care of business at home. You got the return game with Duke. Everything is still in front of us. All you got to do is not lose on the Wednesday in the ACC tournament if you find yourself on a Wednesday. But if, if this team gets that all, you know, that, 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 that coveted double bye, I think there's a legitimate shot they make the NCAA tournament. And, Walker, better comparison for you. Okay. How about old school Creighton teams? Before Creighton became what they are now, where they're a legitimate Final Four contender. But like when Doug McDermott first got on campus there and he built them into a good program, high scoring team that could score with a bunch of different guys. They're going to be a problem if they make the NCAA tournament. That, that's what I'm saying. I like that comparison, too. I, I think with, with Iowa and Creighton, to be honest with you, they always have the big, slow guy down there in the post but can also really score like Doug McBuckets and then Luca Garza are a couple of, of guys that I'm thinking of. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's how I view this team. Like, okay, so offensively they're good. You know, they play in the ACC. They've battled on the road even if they lost a couple of those road games. They Monsanto was back. Hunter Salas is awesome. So is Cam Hildreth. I, I like the way that their coach allows everybody to be free. It's tough to game plan for defensively. I think that's going to be a really popular Cinderella team just nationally when 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 guys, especially the Sharps, like when they start to dig into the numbers, they're going to like Wake Forest. Yeah, and I think that too, you know, this is a team I've talked about. Sometimes they get into that hero ball, but 18 assists last night. When this team gets 15 assists or better, to me, that's when they are at their best. And so uh, now moving on to games tonight, Charlotte got a big one in Memphis. And to my surprise, man, these two teams have not played each other in quite some time. When you look at this, the 49ers, they have not played Memphis since 2011. They're looking for to win their fourth consecutive game while earning its first win at Memphis since 1997. The win would allow them to keep pace with South Florida and stay ahead of the current three-way tie for third in conference standings. They're two, two wins away from 13 conference wins, which would tie a program record. And Memphis this season, they were ranked as of January 15th, they were ranked 10th in the Associated Press poll with a 15-2 and record. But in the month since, they are 3-6, and including two consecutive losses entering this matchup with the 49ers. Walker, do you fully expect your team to go down there and take care of business and uh, put one of the nails in Penny's potential coffin? I've been very confident in this team, especially since the winning streak. Of course, I hopped on the bandwagon with my confidence when they started winning. I'm not going to say it's bold but certainly they got my confidence in them. This is the one where I'm worried about it because Memphis is still going to be talented enough. Like you always have to worry about them despite them being seven and six in conference. It's not great. They're a five and a half point favorite for a reason. I hope that Charlotte can still find a way to get this win. If they win this game, Wes, 
like they're they're already respected. They're they're not going to lose any respect by not being able to come out on top with this one. But man, that's a that's a nice little cherry on top if you're able to beat the Tigers and then you have that monster game against South Florida in Halton Arena. Like I fully expect Fernville to be back out there right outside Halton Arena. Uh, against South Florida. So, yeah, I still have confidence in the Charlotte 49ers, but this is going to be a tough one, especially for Memphis fighting for their lives. Yeah, give me Charlotte on the road to get the job done. And then tonight in the ACC, we are not devoid of some some matchups, some nice ones that could dictate a few things. Duke will travel to Miami. Clemson will travel to Georgia Tech. So uh, these are two basketball games. When you take a look at the Duke Blue Devils, they've won four straight, seven of the last eight, 15 of the last 17, and they are the only team to rank among the top four ACC statistical leaders in both scoring offense and scoring defense. Duke leads the series against Miami 25 to 10, but the Blue Devils' advantage, it gets slimmed up to 9 and 7 in Coral Gables. Do we expect Duke to have any types of problems down there in Dade County? I did not expect North Carolina to have any trouble with Miami the last time they played, and North Carolina only won by just a few points. Miami's on a four-game losing streak, though, and they're, they've lost four of their, excuse me, five of their last six. So they have been playing very good basketball. I like Coach Larinaga. I, I don't. I don't think Duke loses this one. Like even if it is on the road, we've seen so many problems with them. I still don't think Duke loses this one. Even if most of these losses for Miami the, recently, they've been on the road. Yeah, Miami's a weird team because at home the games that they've been losing, it's like they just don't have that guy to get them over the hump like they had before. And it's like Nigel Pack, he'll do his thing most of the game, but when it comes down to some of those clutch moments, he's not able to give them uh, what they're looking for. Also, Georgia Tech and Clemson. Uh, will play tonight as well. So that should be an interesting matchup. Fitty, do either one of these matchups strike you as potential upset uh, results for either one of these teams? No, I, no Nigel Pack, according to Bone, for Miami tonight. So I I think the teams that are supposed to win, I think, they, I think they'll win. Is Bone our college basketball insider? Did we just use him as a source? I like that. <laughs> Yeah, no Nigel Pack. We got Bone down there on the scene in Dade County. He's telling us Nigel Pack will not suit up this evening against the Blue Yeah, Devils. that was breaking news right there. We should have played uh, the sounder, but.